Welcome to the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and at times have debates that revolve in and around the video games industry. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash Impact Play and click on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or, or even on your favorite podcast platform to simply type in the Impact Play. I am your show host, Mohammed, otherwise known as Itziago. This is episode 71. On the agenda, we discuss Watch Dogs Legion's reviews, Facebook entering cloud gaming, and is Sony planning to acquire Crunchyroll, as well as the top stories affecting the gaming industry today, or this week, I should say. So, Let's go on to the first segment where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, what we're looking forward to, even if it doesn't directly revolve around video games. So, without further ado, I've been playing a lot of Warzone actually this week alone. So I was doing my best grinding out this the Halloween themed uh, gun, and I finally acquired it. So I've been streaming for four to five hours a night. And because the just challenges are, they're challenging to to acquire certain loot from cash boxes, and like it's not grindy grindy as other games such as Destiny too, but it has that grindy feel to it. But once you just achieve that, you feel so great that you that you've worked your way towards it, and that's. That's pretty much all I've been playing. I play a little bit of COD Mobile, but the, uh, I have been into it in a minute. Fortnite, I'll probably be playing that a little as well. I know there's a Jay Bevelin concert tonight, uh, later on today actually at 1 p.m. If you guys want to participate in that, you also get a, a special skin just for part- taking part in the festivities. And that's I'm really looking forward to all these movies that are out now. So let's get into them. Tom Holland confirms Spider-Man 3 has started filming. He shared a couple of uh, stories on his Instagram page that they started filming in Atlanta as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to that because I am a huge, not a huge, huge, but I'm a big Marvel comic book buff. If you if you actually watched my stream uh, last night, we did a, ha- a special Halloween stream over at twitch.tv slash I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H. And I did my first ever, I put, I put, I put together my first ever cosplay outfit. And once you go watch that, you'll see what I was trying to mimic or trying to, right, try to recreate. My uh, recreate what I was trying to be with my own uh, unique version attached to it, and you'll definitely uh, if you if you follow me, if you follow me on social uh, on Discord exclamation Discord and chat and join in our community, I'll be I'll be sure to post images there. And I also did an unboxing for a uh, Miles Morales Street Collection, Marvel Street Collection. Yeah, on on uh, my on my Twitch page as well, and I'll be sure to post on social. Next, we have Oscar Isaac 
has been cast as Moon Knight. Uh, okay, so that's good news. Like uh, these Marvel movies are oh, he's, he's really good. Actually, yeah, he's actually he's confirmed. Yeah, okay. He's confirmed to play Moon Knight. Uh, let's see what else we got. Okay, one last thing. Netflix is raising the price of its most popular plan to $14 today. Premium tier increases to $18. Netflix is introducing price hikes for its US subscribers, increasing its standard plan to $14 a month and its premium tier to $18 a month. The new pricing for the standard plan is a dollar increase, while the new premium tier cost is a $2 increase. New subscribers will have to pay the updated monthly fees, while current subscribers will see the new prices over the next few weeks. It's okay, it's like a dollar, so it's fine. More, it's it's inevitable for this to happen. As long as it doesn't get too much out of hand, I'm all for it. And let's see. Let's actually go on to the gaming news side of things. Actually, one more thing before we move on. Forgot to mention this. Although Beckham Jr. has suffered a torn ACL against the Bengals and is out for the rest of the season. So I hear my prayers go out to him. Hope he has a safe recovery and he'll come back even stronger. So now let's move on to the gaming news side of things. Facebook is entering cloud streaming with free-to-play mobile games. Uh, Facebook announced it is getting into on-demand game streaming, but VP of PlayStation Ruben tells GamesIndustry.biz it's tackling the tech in a different way from other companies like Microsoft and Google. First, there's the type of games that will be streamed, unlike Xbox Game Pass or even Google Stadia. Facebook isn't offering AAA or indie console and PC titles. PC titles. Instead, it will let people visit visiting Facebook through a browser or using the Facebook app on Android to stream free-to-play mobile games. The company is also starting its streaming effort just five with just five titles: Assault 9 Legends, PGA Tour Golf Shoutout, and Sol- Solitaire Arthur's t- uh, Tale and WWE Supercard and Mobile Legends Adventure. That selection was chosen in part because those titles have gameplay that can accommodate a bit of latency. But Facebook intends to branch out next year into action and adventure titles, and Rubin says the long-term picture would include all types of games. The business model is also different from other cloud streaming offerings. There's no subscription model and is in light of the free-to-play nature of the games. No way to sell individual titles upfront. Instead, Facebook will take a typical platform holder, holder 30% cut of revenues for in-app purchases made in games streamed through Facebook on a browser. For games streamed through the Facebook app on Android, the platform holder will go, uh, cut will go directly to Google. We point out that free-to-play has not been a focus of other game streaming. Outfits is putting the bill for non-playing sh- uh, players to stream make, makes them a more pronounced drain on the bottom line. He concedes it might be an odd pairing for some streaming services, but as Facebook is in a, in a position to make it profitable. Uh, the streaming process makes it simpler for developers to create and serve up playable ads. Ruben says, in the ability to jump 
to jump straight into playing the game properly after seeing a Facebook ad. Oh, instead of having to switch over to an app store, logging in and browsing reviews and videos on the store page to see if they actually want it. Instead, they can quickly jump into streaming the game. We think that that's a really powerful ecosystem development because it cuts the funnel at the top without getting in the way of the ecosystem working. However, the consumer wants it to work, whether that's with a local download or continuing to stream, Ruben says. Free to play games, uh, where'd it go? He adds, remember, we're an ad platform, so they're profiting found the they're they're probably found that game through an ad or through their friends through community all the stuff we do on facebook 300 million people play games on facebook each month such a large number ruben says but more than 700 million go to facebook to engage in gaming wow i did not know that number was that huge when you include those who watch streamers on facebook gaming or take part in game related discussion groups we think there's a huge opportunity to expand the number of players on our platform by offering the type of game that has not currently been available to those users because of the limitations of HTML5 as well as other technologies, he says. One thing that Facebook actually has in common with other game streaming options is that it isn't officially supported on iOS. Not surprising. Ruben says that a result of rules and technology that are blocking the company and not any kind of reluctance to turn the 30% share of revenues over to apple i told you it's not just about money it's about their business plan in general all right so there you go facebook is getting into kind of getting into it or should i say testing the waters because they're only doing like five games but yeah what do we got next shadowlands pre-sales are the highest of any world of warcraft world of warcraft expansion World of Warcraft's upcoming Shadowlands expansion has more pre-sales than any other expansion in the games industry, says uh, Activision Blizzard. On a recent earnings call, Activision Blizzard CEO Robert Kotick said that we've been... What did I say? I can't read that. Oh, we've seen unprecedented engagement trends since the World of Warcraft subscriber based there we go it's much better da, 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 da. uh what did i leave off at? we've seen unprecedented engagement trends since the world of warcraft subscriber base doubled following the launch of classic next year pre-sort of the upcoming shadowland expansion or the highest we've seen at this stage ahead of any release thus shadowland has more pre-sales than any other expansion in the world of warcraft 16 year history Throughout that may not hold true for overall sales after its launch. So that means they're doing something great after 16 years. Is it the highest it's been? They're doing something great and they should keep at it and double down on that strength. Now, let's go on to Watch Dogs Legion. The reviews are in. It has been out this week, mar marking the third game in the open world action franchise. Watch, while Watch Dogs has always revolved around hacking automated systems to tinker with the open world, 
This one adds a dramatic new mechanic, the ability to recruit any civilian to your cause and gain their own unique skills and traits. Reviews have been populating in preparation for the release and opinions are mixed. Many critics agree the new play as anyone gimmick is novel, but the game were faster for some reason than others. Reviews appear equally hot and cold on, on the game's message with some finding it stirring in revision of people's power against authorized authoritarianism and others feeling what it that it fell flat. So others had issues with a nasty pre-release bug in Xbox One X which, is, which has now been fixed. That's why I don't play games right away due to these issues. I know there is a big one with Ori and the World of the Wisps over on Xbox Game Pass. There is an issue with saving, so I wouldn't save at all throughout the game. So that's why I waited until like a month or two later, until after this was resolved. But the reviews are good. GameSpot gave it a 10, 8 out of 10. Watch Dogs Legion is an anti-fascist game, and it's admirable that it sticks to that message, and seeks it through a satisfying and affirming conclusion. Video Games Chronicles, a 5 out of 5. And these emerging moments, Watch Dog Legions elevates itself as a far smarter experience than the gimmicky, than the gimmicky politically thriller we expected from its early release. Game Informer, a 9 out of 10. Legions feel, feels that the retaliation of the hacking fantasy the first Watch Dogs tried to capture between the fun team building, fantastic mission design, and strong narrative in a gorgeous world. Everything comes together in a largely entertaining and cohesive package egm a four out of five watchdogs legions pushes through ubisoft's generally non-committal attitude towards storytelling and exploding i'm sorry exploiting current events to create something that feels like a genuine shift or at least a prototype of that shift game rant in the end watchdogs legions is an easy game to re-recommend to fans of the franchise as it continues to utilize the solid gameplay foundation established by its predecessor. Attack of the Fanboy 3.5 out of 5, Game Trader 3.5 out of 5, Chester Reviews 3.5 out of 5, and Video Gamer 5 out of 10. Where the action comes alive is in the leaving behind of the bodies altogether. Most missions involving breaking and tiring, and the thrill lies in the absence of any breaking. Huh? In the absence of any breaking. Breaking, I'm sorry. But yeah, the reviews, they look very, very positive now. And there's also a multiplayer coming soon with online and co-op. Online co-op and death managers are on the way in the Watch Dogs Legion multiplayer update. So you're wondering why you can't play Watch Dogs Legion multiplayer and try some online co-op hacking with your friends. It's a simple answer. It's not on it yet. But it's coming to Watch Dogs Legions. And when it arrives, it's adding a bunch of co-op and PvP modes. And it and things to do after the main campaign has come up to an end. Uh, let's see what we got. So you have a free open world. There's a two to four player co-op mission, a four player co-op tactical ops mission, as well as robust wars with its PVP in a PVP mode. And it's going to arrive December 3rd of this year. So I'm in about a month. I'm definitely looking forward to that, uh, to that update. Now let's move on to what else we have to discuss. Sony has detailed a number of accessibility features built into the PlayStation 5. 
when it launches in less than two weeks. Now, Black Post Sony said that the PlayStation 5 will include that ex the accessibility feature already available on the PS4, including text-to-speech, closed captioning, inverting colors, and custom bottom assignments. It also adds a number of new features, including a voice dedication dictation feature to allow users to input text without using the virtual keyboard, as well as a screen reader to assist visually impaired users and extra text-to-speech options that will take text messages and speak them out aloud to party members to assist deaf or hard-of-hearing users. All of the above features will support U.S. English, U.K. English, Japanese, German, Italian, French, Canadian French, Spanish, and Latin American Spanish at launch. The PlayStation 5 will also support color correction adjustment and certain sub Supported games will allow users to customize common settings in advance of starting the game itself. Finally, Sony said that the PlayStation, that the PlayStation 5 will allow users to reduce or disable haptic feedback and adaptive triggers on the DualSense controller, and will include improved audio improvements for better sp sp spatial awareness. And yeah. That's good that they're working on these updates for accessibility. And now we're talking about PlayStation. Wait, we already talked about this. Okay, we talked about that. That's done. Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. Well, these two actually. So. Sony has reportedly entered its final negotiations with AT&T to acquire the US-based anime streaming service. Crunchyroll. According to Nokia Asia, Nokia recently obtained exclusive rights to bid for that hugely popular streaming service and is now prepared to pay upwards of $957 million to acquire the platform, which has 70 million free members and 3 million paying subscribers. And I am one of them globally as part of the deal. It reported that Crunchyroll will also give Sony access to more than a thousand anime titles. Sony has even previously acquired Funimation and its 1 million subscribers back in 2017, and I did not know this that they were acquired by Sony. I didn't know it was Crunchyroll. I feel like they're gonna make their own streaming uh, platform and then just combine those into one, like the way Crunchyroll does it and Verve does it. They include all these different channels into one. So I feel like that's what they're going to do. They're going to end up merging it into their own streaming service. Sony isn't the only company looking to invest in more anime content. Netflix recently unveiled its plans to produce more anime titles after noting an exceptional uptake in anime streaming on the platform. According to statistics, over 100 global households watched at least one anime title on Netflix between October of last year and September of this year. So yeah, and even more Sony news, Sony has unveiled a new uh, Play Has No Limits trailer, which if you haven't watched it, it looks great. Uh, let me see, let me look into this more. No, let me see. So pretty much just highlighted the games, essentially in this trailer. If you guys want to watch it, you can just simply type uh, play has no limits in YouTube and you can just watch the short trailer the short video PUBG Mobile has ceased operations in India due to a government ban uh, 
Tencent's global hit was one of 118 apps targeted for a ban by the Indian Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology in September. The government cited concerns related to privacy and national security, apparently connected to the app's ties to Chinese companies. Which is not surprising that everybody because has ties in other countries. I mean, all this other political nonsense, even though it's just about games, but it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Far, okay, let's see. Ubisoft has pushed two of its biggest games, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine, out of the current fiscal year, into fiscal year of 2021 to 2022. So, this, uh, the company announced that the delay, delays are part of its uh, recent financial earnings statements. The Far Cry team explained in a statement close to Twitter. Earlier this year, we introduced you to Far Cry 6, the most ambitious game in the series to date, and it honestly looks great. We promise in an immersive fantasy to lead a modern-day guerrilla revolution, set in a rich and exotic world filled with memorable moments, killer characters, and an epic story. While we know you're all anxious to get your hands on Far Cry 6, we want to let you know that we've been given more time to allow us to make this the game that you aspire to playing by focusing on the well-being of our teams in this unprecedented global context. Uh, okay, so Far Cry 6 has been delayed to February 18th of 2021, while Rainbow Six Quarantine is targeting 2021. So yeah, that's, oh, speaking of delays, let me find something. Uh, what's that called? Da, da, da. Let me hold that up real quick. Hello everyone, today we've decided to move the release of Cyberpunk 2077 by 3 weeks. The new release date is, is December 10th, which is fine. Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your heads, so first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next generation, and PC at the exact same time, which requires us to prepare and test 9 versions of it. So you have the Xbox One, Xbox One X, X101 X compatibility on the Series S and X, PS4 and the Pro, compatibility on the PS5, PC and Stadia, while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next generation title, somewhere along the way, we need to make sure that everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We uh, were aware it might seem unreal unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game. But they really do. Some of you might also be wondering what these words really mean in light of us saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Classic certification or going gold means that the game is ready, can be completed, and has all the content in it. But that doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time prepared we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones. If it ultimately leads you to getting a video game you'll fall in love with. Yours, Adam Badowski and Marcin Iwinski. So, it's just a, like a three-week delay, which is fine. But before we get into, into this further, I want to make something uh, clearly. Do not, and I, and, I, and I implore you, and I implore you, do not... Do not, do not, regardless of any video game, any entertainment, whatever it is, 
do not go and threaten developers or even the people that are making making us these experiences, these amazing games. They're working their hardest just because it's been delayed or whatever. That does not mean you have the right to th death threats or any other threats in front of these developers. These, these developers are working their butt off to bring us such an amazing game. On top of that, they are humans and they have their own families to take care of. So that should always come first before anything, regardless of what it is. So let's go into this further. This delay is just a three week delay, even though it was something major, they would have pushed it to another year, but it's not. It's just fine tuning and then like polishing out, polishing out the game to the, to the best it can be for all these, all these different platforms, all these different consoles and hardware. So just please be patient and just once this game comes out, you'll be happy that it took this long to come, come to us. And then let's see, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War merges with Warzone in December. Activision has revealed, has revealed that Cold War will integrate with Warzone in December, the month after the main game launches. The integration between the two games will come as Black Ops Cold War enters its first season, just weeks after its November 13th launch. Black Ops Cold War weapons and operators will be available in Warzone, as well as Battle Pass and Store content. Players will also be able to use their Cold War multiplayer loadouts in Warzone. The merge was explained as part of Activision's latest investor call. So yeah, that's a nice little thing. I feel like they should have branched this on its like as a separate game, not just integrated with other games. Even though these campaigns are and even their multiplayers are new and like uh, started from the ground from the ground up, but Warzone should be its own thing should be on its own game. So I don't know why they try to integrate with all these other Call of Duty games. I let, let people that want to play the campaign in the regular multiplayer, but for Warzone, let it be its own thing. Which is like, I don't know why they're trying their, their hardest to do that. But yeah, okay. Speaking of, actually let's get into this. All right. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment revealed its second pre-order bonus for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales early access to Miles Spidey suits from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Sony and developer Insomnia Games showed off the suit and its stylish, um, stylish animation style that makes the game feel just like the movie. It has unique design elements that make the film so distinct. The effect which will appear is to have Miles Morales operating on a slower frame rate that looks Stunning in game. While Morales, when Miles Morales is fighting in the suit, his action is highlighted by comic book style world balloons like Zap and Sound, which is nice. Other pre order suit is the track suit designed by Marvel artist Javier Curran. Garin, I'm sorry. For the Miles Morales Spider Man comic, there's also the Gravity Wall gadget and an extra skill points available for pre order customers. The two pre-order suits will also be available for everyone according to Stamina Games. But the people who pre-order will get the suit on launch day. The bonus is early unlocks and not exclusive content. So that's, that's there you go. So I'm gonna uh, pre-order it too, because that's why it's good to have. Okay, let's see. Final Fantasy 16 launches a teaser website featuring key artwork setting and main characters. And this was, yeah, okay. Square Enix launched the official teaser website for the latest standalone main 
line title in the in the Final Fantasy title series. I'm sorry, Final Fantasy 16. The website showcases newly revealed key artwork for the groundbreaking all new action RPG role playing game featuring the game's protagonist. Clive Rosefield, as well as a set of characters and uh, illustrated uh, illustrations and vignettes that offer a glimpse that, of the connections between them. The website also presents a deeper look into the setting of the Final Fantasy XVI and the complex realm of Val Valthea, a land of blessing in the light of the Mother Crystals, glittering mountains of crystals. Of crystal that tower over the world below. Final Fantasy 16 brings players into a world where icons are powerful and deadly creatures that reside with the dominance, a single man or a woman who is blessed with the ability to call upon their dreaded the dread the dreaded power. Story follows Clive Rosefield, a young man dedicated to mastering the blade, who is dubbed the first shield of Rosaria and tasked to guard his younger brother Joshua, a dominant of the Phoenix. Unexpected events set Clyde on a dark and dangerous road to revenge. For more information, visit the website na.finalfantasyxvi.com. Okay, we talked about that. We have a couple more news stories. Now we talked about this actually. Sony is giving away adapters, but we'll go into this again. Sony is giving away adapters uh, for its PlayStation camera for players wishing to be able to play VR games on their PS5. PlayStation 5 is not compatible with the camera currently used on the PlayStation 4 to play in VR, and its new HD camera is not compatible with the PSVR either, meaning that PlayStation VR headset can't be used on PS5 out of the box. To be able to set up their headset on PlayStation 5, players need an adapter that can request uh, they can request for free on the PlayStation website by, by providing the serial number of the PSVR and contact details. Anyone owning a headset qualifies, but quantity is limited to one per household, Sony said in its FAQ. And I believe that the PS4 camera won't even work on the PS5 either. So that if before you guys invest in uh, further invest in these consoles and these next generation hardware, please do your research and look into that. Make sure everything is compatible, everything works with the with the hardware itself. Otherwise you're gonna be screwed over and you're gonna be with uh, something that you purchased that just won't work with what you were trying what you were trying to accomplish. Nintendo drops a direct mini partner showcase for October 2020. Out of the blue, Nintendo has once again dropped a direct mini out of uh once again giving updates on Bravely Default 2, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Heroes 4, and more. Let me look into this. Oh here we go. Uh, also, the demo is out for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's out now. We have Bravely Default 2, which has been delayed to 2021. Control Ultimate Edition Cloud version has been announced, even though I've heard the uh, feedback and reviews from this, that it's horrible. But it's at least Nintendo's first attempt of cloud streaming as well. No More Heroes 3, show more footage. And uh, no More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle are now available Immortal Phoenix Rising gets a new trailer Story of Seasons Pioneers of All of Time will arrive on the Switch on 2021 Part Time UFO from developers of the Kirby series is now available You have Tropico 6 has been, uh, Nintendo Switch Edition has been announced for November For this month actually 
And then we have Bakugan Champions of vs. Doria launches this month. And we have Griftlands in the Switch Edition. The deck building. Rogalit game arrives on Switch in summer 20 of 21. Okay, we did that. We did that. And we also have Godzilla coming to Fall Guys on November 3rd for the price of 10 crowns. Which is nice that they're integrating even more characters or even more... Uh, making even more partnerships with this game. Because the first one was Sonic and now it's Godzilla, which is great. Who knows what they may come up next? Oh yeah, I had to talk about this earlier. Okay. If you guys are interested in MCU... Actually, we'll talk about this at the. Uh, actually, yeah. If you guys don't want to, if you guys don't want anything spoiled, you could go ahead and skip this portion of it. Let's skip the thirty seconds or minute or whatever it is. Jen Foster was asked if she would take up Thor's weapon as her own in the upcoming Thor: Love and Thunder. Natalia Portman proudly proclaimed, "I do, I do." So she is another character in MCU that wields Thor's hammer. Alright, so, now we'll go into the uh, other side of these news. Prowler, uh, hold on, let me see. It's official. Prowler will appear as an antagonist in Marvel's Spider-Man when it releases. So that's a nice take on it. Like, I'm excited for this game. Like, really. Ubisoft and Netflix partner on Assassin's Creed, a live-action series. An Assassin's Creed live-action series is in the works at Netflix in partnership with publisher Ubisoft. Live action is not the only aspect of the deal, which also, which will also see the two companies partnering on animated and, and even anime series, as reported by, by Variety. The live action project doesn't have a showrunner yet, but is led by Ubisoft Film and Television's Jason Alter, Altman and Danielle Ker, Kernick as executive producers. Altman, it's, uh, it's head of film and television at Ubisoft and is also involved in the Beyond Good and Evil film announced earlier this year. The director of the television de development, Kernick, is currently working on Ubisoft Mythic Quest series, which has been renewed for the second season. Ubisoft has several projects in development with Netflix, including a Splinter Cell animated series announced in July, and the Division film featuring Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal was unveiled back in 2016, and they even said that there's even like a couple of these of these Assassin's Creed things in the works. So who knows? So I, I'm definitely looking forward to these because I enjoyed the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like it's like really, <laughs> like I pretty much grew up with those too. Speaking of Ubisoft, Ubisoft detailed that the next generation upgrades that its games will be benefiting. From on the Xbox Series X, S, and even the PlayStation 5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Immortals of Phoenix Rising, Far Cry 6, and Riders Republic will also be running in 4K resolution at 60 frames per second. Uh, on the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5, the publisher said, Rainbow Six Siege will also be getting an upgrade enabling 120 frames per second in 4K, which is like wow. Players who buy PlayStation 4 or Xbox One copies of Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Far Cry 6, Riders Republic, and Rainbow Six Siege will also be able to upgrade their copies to next generation hardware at no extra cost, which so many companies should be taking this route, should be following this. 
Okay, here it is. A couple of titles, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Immortal, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising will also be benefiting from cross-progression through Ubisoft Connect. Meaning, saves will be stored in the cloud and allow you to play on any device. These two titles also seem to be taking advantage of the new console's space, spatial audio technology. It looks like a few Ubisoft games will also be designed to make use of the PlayStation 5 controller's haptic feedback, including Immortal Phoenix Rising and Watch Dogs Legion. And the latter will also benefit from ray tracing on both Xbox Series X, S, and the PS5. And Immortal Phoenix Rising and even Riders Republic will also be HDR com- compatible. And finally, Ubisoft noted that Just Dance 2021 will be compatible with the new consoles, but will not benefit from specific upgrades. Which I'm definitely looking forward to Valhalla as well. Can't wait for that game. Uplay, <laughs> even more Ubisoft news. Ubisoft t- today rebranded its Uplay Plus subscription service in, anticipates, in anticipation of rolling out to Google and Amazon's on-demand streaming flat- platforms. Ubisoft forward Uplay Plus will be called Ubisoft Plus. The service's primary selling point of offering the publisher's latest releases for 15 months monthly fee remains unchanged. But soon it will be expanded to allow users to play those titles through Luna and Stadia as a part of a beta test, which is good. The Luna test will also begin November 10th, while Stadia beta should arrive by the end of the year. The Uplay branding is apparently being retired by as Ubisoft previously announced that its Uplay desktop app will be known as Ubisoft Connect beginning later this month. The rebranding for Ubisoft's loyalty rewards programming, Ubisoft Plus, U, I'm sorry, Ubisoft Club, is also going away. As it will join Uplay as part of Ubisoft Connect. Okay, so all it is is like a rebranding, so nothing's, nothing's really being taken away. Okay. Destruction All-Stars. Sony announced today that it has delayed the game outside of the PlayStation 5 launch window and back to February of 2021. Additionally, the game will now be part of the PlayStation Plus program, so subscribers will be able to download it for free in February and in March. Destruction All-Stars is a multiplayer game that it's best when you're competing with gamers online from all around the world. Those who pre-order the game also see their orders automatically refunded. Da, 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 da. So yeah. And then we also have... We talked about this, right? Oh, no, we didn't. It's something new. Uh, let me see if this is expired or not. There's a couple of Halloween-themed that are still going through, like the first and the second. For Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, you have... Final Fantasy Brave Exviance. Exviance and hold on, and then you also have Saga Ray Universe, and then you also have Final Fantasy Brave Exviance. I don't know if I mentioned that or no. And now let's go on to reader mail. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, or even any questions that you may have for us by sending us reader mail on our Discord server, by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readermail at theimpactplay.com. Let's check if we have anything. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything here. It looks like that's it. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Uh, for those who are getting Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on the PlayStation 5, they're getting a special mode as per usual with Call of Duty and Sony. It's called Zombies Ocelot, which they're getting it first until November 1st of next year, so for, for about a year. Which is not surprising, considering their relationship. 
Which is, which is fine by me. I pre-ordered it on the PlayStation 4. So it's all good. Uh, so I'm assuming that's it. Where's the... Where's my... Okay, here it is. No. Oh, okay. We have a brand new segment called the Creator Spotlight, where we highlight an amazing creator on the show that hack, reinvent, or even repurpose everyday items based around video games. To be featured, reach out to us on Discord or via email at Creator Spotlight. I'm sorry, at Creator, at creator Spotlight at impactplay.com. So, without further ado, uh, thank you guys so much for making Impact Play a part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord and chat now over on our Twitch channel. You can also be a part of the show, the live show, leaving a voice over at anchor.fm backslash Impact Play. Who knows? It may even be featured on a future episode of the show. And guys, please, we are trying to reach affiliate status over on Twitch, and we need your help. Share our channel with your friends, family, and even anyone whom you believe would benefit from the show. Leave us a review, or even just a rating on your favorite platform. Have a great one, guys. Until next time, folks.